0: Trying to get a lot of dough. Anything is possible. Turn me up an the headphone. Yeah. Trying to get a lot of dough and dirt through all the obstacles. Cause anything is possible. Yeah. Oh man, I got a lot of goals. Stack that bread and by my nose. Anything is possible. Yeah. Grind
1: yes i'm hurting yes i'm jaded jaded i said yesterday the closer i get to god the more i find myself listening to drake's music that may shock that may shock some people i don't know if shock is the right word maybe but it may be unexpected to a lot of people, right? Even more, and here, here's the bigger thing. I find myself listening to a lot, to Drake even more, and I already listened to Drake a lot, like a lot, a lot, right? So what's the true possibility, as I'm realizing it right now, is not that I listen to Drake more, but I listen to less uh, the other stuff less, right? So it's just replaced that volume that missing content that missing intake but even more it's recognizing the reason see i said before lose you specifically that that song i've listened to lose you a lot right because lose you has been a spiritual song from, i said it like lose you is spiritual there's something about it that's spiritual right there's something about the way that drake lives his life outside of the and even 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 here's the thing even amongst the you know sexual conquest and mop ties and this that and the other we talk about drake's relatability in his music and the reason that is he tell we feel like he's telling our story talking to us a lot of the time right see drake makes music to repent drake makes music as a form of repentance same thing that's why Tory, you know musically I've said it. You know, the people that we call it toxic, the Brent, the Drake, the Tory, those different individuals, y'all call it toxic music. I call it storytelling. I call it telling your truth. Right. The same reason that I think Nipsey saying, you know, telling the story that he tells in Blue Laces 2 is different than murder music. He's telling his story. It's repentant right there it's for our ears but it's for god's ears right there when they go in that booth they're telling their story to god they're talking to god when they get in that booth same thing i do here right i'm talking to y'all but i'm talking to me and god it's relief and repentance relief for me to release is catharsis but it's conviction it's it's looking at god and saying hey this is my truth right now looking at y'all and saying this is my truth right now i'm going to speak on it with willingness and impunity Right, I was setting up to record this and I immediately, it's funny because I say setting up, all it took was me plugging my mic into my computer, I stepped on the balcony and I thought, I never said this was hard work or that it took a lot of work, it just takes a little bit of willingness. See, that's what's missing a lot in our world today is willingness, it's purpose, it's drive, it's ambition. It's a belief in something bigger than self, a knowledge of something bigger than self, an awareness that there is an existence of something larger out there than yourself and i say out there out there is right here out there is home out there can be home out there can be your neighborhood right i wanted to talk today about unity versus community that's one of our topics that's one thing we're talking about today today's episode is called the Bama brawl the bus boycotts and brandon miller see today is august 8th 2023 in the year of our lord eighth month 8th day of the 8th month of the year 2023. And this past weekend, we had what is being called the Riverfront, the Montgomery Riverfront Brawl. I'm calling it the Bama Brawl. We're calling it... You know, there's a lot of different... Whatever. right? One thing we've seen this past weekend if at no other time, we are very unserious people, in a good way. We are an unserious people that have the ability to... I don't say reflect our situation as much as dictate our situation. Right? We are able to, with all seriousness, laugh at something and then turn around and say, oh, but well, we mean business just because we're joking and ha ha and kicking and da-da-da-da-da. oh no, we're, we're dead ass. Right? Posted a video on TikTok thing. really, and I, I, this is a call to uh, action, but it's more of a workforce to not let this die out allow this to be the spark that inflames that that, that allows the fire that engulfs everything because it's time for some shit to burn right and we know that it's been time for shit to burn i said it america has been a tinderbox for some time and then here's the thing about america being a tinderbox Because we, I think we tend to forget that while America is not the, what's the word I want to use here? Main character, right, is is my first thought. But talking to my sister this past weekend, she posted very, very, very Amazing. amazing. She posted very... The pictures on, it was supposed to something caught me, right, something about it caught me, and I didn't know what it was in the moment. And then when she asked me what to give me, she said, "Hello, what to get me? And I said, you know, she has this necklace that reads Pretty Savage. I love it. Because, you know, the double play, as well as the fact that it doesn't say Bad Bitch. I told her, I said, I think a Pretty Savage versus a Bad Bitch, two different things. A Pretty Savage knows Bad Bitch is asking. Telling is wanting to; it's demanding, right? And that that may come from how lost the term has gotten. And yes, I'm a bad bitch. Everybody, everybody's a bad bitch. Not everybody's a pretty savage, and not everybody is pretty savage or savage at all, right? So, an awareness and ability to recognize and say, "I'm pretty savage. I'm a pretty savage. I'm pretty savage." That's subtle so quiet. That's subtle so confidence. That's the, the we talk about. You know, they say that the most dangerous man in the world is the man with nothing to lose. And I've always said, or at least for recent years, I've said, I actually believe that the most dangerous man is the one with everything to lose. See, the thing about the man with everything to lose, the reason he's so dangerous, or everything to lose or everything to gain, right? The reason he's so dangerous is he is not going to stop. He's never going to stop. Because if he does, he dies. And he knows. The man with nothing to lose, if he dies, he's okay with it. He's accepted death. Everybody thinks that's why he's so scary, because he's fearless, because he's accepted death. But the one individual that does not fear death is okay with dying, so they're okay with going out. Once the going gets too tough, they get... They bounce out. They're good. They'll go up until a certain point. That point is dead, but they'll go up until a certain point. Reckless. To the man with everything to gain or everything to lose, he not only is willing to fight to the death, but he's unwilling to die. He knows the value of living to fight another day. Put your dupes down, son. Put the gun down, Craig. Live to fight another day. You live, live to fight another day. Shout out John Witherspoon. Shout out Pops. Right, my point in that is, America for so long has been the big bully on the block. Right? Here's the thing about being the big, the thing about being the bully on nobody likes to bully, and the only person who doesn't know that is the bully. Two types of bullies in this world, I think. There's the bully who wants friends and doesn't have them, and there's the bully who doesn't give a fuck about anybody else, barely even themselves. The bully who wants friends and doesn't have them, they're doing everything out of, out of need. Need, they need a relationship, they need family connection. The bully who doesn't give a damn and just wants control and power, so they're doing it out of want. While that bully is scarier, that bully is also unfocused in a different way. Unfocused because it's singularly focused. See, America for so long has been focused on expansion and domination and, dare I say, colonization, colonization. To tell people, manifest destiny never ended. What we saw this past weekend was an example of white people's belief in manifest destiny. Their belief that everything on this planet is to be controlled and bent to their will, even the people. See, what I saw when I watched that video immediately, immediately, It's the very same thing that has been going on in this country and in this world since the beginning of time. White men, specifically, showing their ass, showing their full-on belief. You know, Big Sean has a line when he says, nothing's off limits if it's on this earth, bitch, so let's get to work, bitch. And the sheer fact of me hearing that and knowing what I take that as, person whatever the hell they heard at some point that made them believe i guess it was the we were sent here to be, to have dominion over the earth they heard that and they ran with it they lost the we part right they think that individuals or individual entities or individual families right and here's the funny thing about that word family i want to circle back to when i said unity versus community See the one thing that we have not been as a people for some time now is unite. We have a great sense of community, but we do not know unity. See the one thing that these and that's the funny thing: statehood is this is community. The federal government is unity, right? They've understood the concept of unity since inception. While we may not agree on everything. They knew we had to come together to have a solid base that we could come back to a central authority that we could point to and say, hey, what direction are we going? Right, bet because they're going left and we're all supposed to be going right. So we just need to make sure that they're, we need a central board to, to cross reference, to check against, right? See, statehood and then, and then the fact that we have these checks and balances, these different breakdowns, because they never understood the value of community. They only understood power. They only ever understood the word power. So everybody had to have their own pizza. And in doing so, they fucked up their own system down the road. That's what we see today, the battle between state um, judicial branches and federal government and governors and presidents and, and mayors and AGs and, and the House and, and the divine bipartisan. And you got different cabinet members going against their fucking president. All these different aspects because individualism, right? We know this, America is rampant with individualism. But where we come from, we come from a community-based culture, familial structures, right? That's why the focus for all of time has been to break up the black family unit. It's the same reason I've talked for the past year about our lack of success structure, about our lack of succession plans as a culture. Because what they do well in this society, in this organization, is run their families like organizations, like corporations, right? This is the direction they have the family crest, the family values. This is what we believe in. This is what we do. This is what we're willing to do to accomplish our goals. This is what we're not willing to pass. And that is one of the biggest things, I think, is they have, see, we do this thing of being shocked when they do some of the things when they go as far as they have in history. Oh, my goodness, we can't believe that they're doing this again. Look at the reason that so many Supreme Court cases get taken before the Supreme Court or even started in the first place, not because of the belief that they'll be one, but to set precedent of what can or cannot be done. We're going to take this as far as we can so we can make sure that if nothing else, Next time it gets this far, we'll already have this part processed. We already know. So this is our starting point. Beating, jumping, let's call it what it is, a mob mentality attacking of a singular black man in a position of authority that told a group of white people something that they didn't want to hear. I can't even say it's a tale as old as time because there's parts in that that aren't a, that weren't allowed to be as old as time. Right. So let's break it down to its bare bones. A group of white people didn't like something a black man did say for his simple existence and decided to address the issue with violence. That is a Taylor's old song. You want to know what else is a Taylor's old sign? Because I've seen a handful of videos, but I've seen less of these than I have jokes. Because, yeah, whoever the I Am Not My Ancestors people are, I urge you to read any fucking book, for one. But specifically, my favorite book, recently at least, has become The spook Who Sat By The Door. Oh, trust me, we've been a people of action. But by nature, we are a people of peace. I said it today, to say that we have yet to be provoked in such a way... It's crazy, isn't it? Because I also said today, we haven't forgotten about Trayvon Martin. And if you want to go further, we haven't forgotten about Emmett too. And if you want to go further, we have not forgotten about slavery. Like, that's the... A great point was made about, excuse me, the fact that, I mean, here's the truth of the matter. We had marches and boycotts and none of that, I will not Dame I, Dash said not too long ago when he was doing his high-level conversation with 19 Keys, he said the thing about, you know, punches and fighting and, you know, boxing matches, the person you're fighting, one, has their counter, right? They have their counter, they're going to block punches. You keep coming, and they've already studied your film. they already know your tactics, and you keep coming with that same right jab, don't be surprised when that, and he come around and Connect on yourself first round, first 15 seconds. He knows what punch you're going to throw. Not that the punch isn't effective, it's just that he's learned your tactics. Okay, hey, fuck it, we need new tactics. When I said I'm like, we, we, we tend to think we're forgetting that everything they've tried to do as a method of making sure that we do not move forward, we do not keep the momentum going, that we do not gain momentum. It works every time. The issue is it it works. And the reason it works is because our efforts, our actions work. And then we get discouraged. Then we give up. Then we say, okay, well, nothing's ever going to happen. Or we let them play the appeasement game. And then we say, okay, look at what we got. That's enough for now. I'm not. If you want to talk about I'm not my ancestors, the one thing I'm not as far as my ancestors is that's good enough. I'm far from a that's good enough, nigga. I mean, we want more and we're going to get more. I am fuck the pot. I am Malcolm Martin by any means necessary. I have a dream by any means necessary. See, I was writing down... Jay says, no red hat, though Michael and Prince me in, yay. They separate you and you got Michael and Prince me mm-hmm. I ain't one of them house figures you bought in my house, like whatever. But in those, and I, I was talking about what's free. Go listen to what's free. Listen to the whole song, but listen to the whole verse in what's free. We was praising Bill Boy, but we was young. Now I look at Bill Boy like, is you dumb? Till this day, Grandma, pray what I might say. You're going to have to kill me, Grandma. I'm not their slave. I'm not those ancestors. But I am damn sure my ancestors. I am my ancestors that said, oh, fuck it, we're willing to not get to where we gotta go because you're over a seat. Yep. Over a seat. Yep. And I'm also my ancestors that owned their car services or own their different vehicles instead. That's cool. Don't worry about them buses. We're gonna make sure y'all still get to where y'all got to go because we have the resources and the affluence to make it happen. I'm that ancestor as well. I am the ancestor that said the ones the hollered Revolution and we were in the and the, yeah I am the Panthers there, there's all these different aspects of it that, that I like I said the one TikTok that really sat with me was the individual the woman that spoke and said, what we saw is what happened when trauma meets triggers. what a way to break it down Trauma met triggers. On Saturday, trauma met trigger. She called it CPTSD. I thought that was hilarious because you go, girl, color people. No, 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 look, look, we do have this level of PTSD. We've talked about, and it goes as far back as slavery, but it's as recent as yesterday. It's as recent as the little black boy, the little black girl, right now. At this very moment, as I report this podcast. It's August. It's summer. They're out of school. And they can't go outside. Too dangerous. Couldn't go outside this morning. Maybe during the day they were able to. But it's getting too late. Sounds going down. The trauma is. As everybody, a lot of people maybe as far as the that wasn't about it, that was just down the road from the just down the road made it was in Montgomery. Do we not know the history of said city? There's something to be said about the simple, the simple fact of family. What we saw was the definition of we are family. I got it. because it didn't matter. It didn't matter whether I knew you, I knew you, I knew you I knew you were me and I was you. In that moment, none of them black people saw anything but themselves, but their brother, but their sister, but their mother, but their father, but their auntie, but their uncle, but their cousin. Every black person that came up to that man's defense saw their brother, their uncle, their father, their grandfather. They remembered stories of shit that's going down when nobody was around to protect the black man. Cause just last week I was I'm I'm in the middle of reading the autobiography of Malcolm X, and just last week I'm reading about Malcolm's father, the way he died. Because nobody was around to stop it. Who knows what that situation could have turned out as? Had because then what Listen, here's you okay. If they had been allowed to, if they had, because especially we talk about them being drunk, and you got people making excuses, letting that be an excuse, fuck the excuse. That's the, if they had been drunk, I mean, excuse me, if if they had killed that man, then what? Whole different story we're looking at, right? See, here's the truth of the matter. All these cops, the ones that, because, the, what happens is the reason that they get people be recorded but everybody say well, why didn't anybody do it? Because they be scared. I have a weird sneaking suspicion that this simple this moment next one get their chin check is going to be a cop or a politician. I bet I, I, I bet you somebody start. I bet you political stages start getting rushed. I bet you in mass because I said it what January 6th did, not at the same scale, probably for good reason, because if we had done anything, if we were to do anything prior to, because here's why. If we were to do anything like that before, it would have been as community, not big enough, not enough power. Now we're moving in this this, moving toward, and that's why the momentum cannot stop. We're moving toward this direction of the United Front. See, the Million Man March was spectacular because it was a million men, the million individuals. Now, imagine the Million Man March with a million people that is ready, willing, and able, to say the least. Prepared, prepped, and primed, to say the least. God's army, right? Because therefore God is for us. Then who can never stop us? And if our God is with us, then what can stand against? Okay. The, the, the trumpet has been sounded. The trumpet has been sounded. The horns are going off. The fat lady is singing. Oh, and she is singing. Oh, she's singing. Ave Maria. She's singing okay if you hear the siren song if you are being called to be a part of the movement be a part of the renaissance the resistance the, because here's the truth of the matter we've all been a part of the struggle we've all been a part of the oppression we've all been a part of the downtrodden system the the, the downfall this we've all had to sit back and watch as our world has been turned to shit and and here's the Here's the worst part about so many of us have done so at our own hands. We have killed our own country, not knowing we were doing so. And then one they turn around and be like, yeah, well, you niggas, y'all have to save the planet because y'all know it's y'all fucked it up. And the scientists and politicians y'all paid off to lie to us about it for so long. And then you turn around and now it's our responsibility to clean up the planet as you continue to destroy it. The Bama brawl, the bus court boycotts, and Brandon Miller, where do they connect? What is the connection between the two? Well, we know the connection between the first two. Montgomery, Alabama, black people, white people, Martin Luther King, the Dream, all these different aspects you can draw from and say, there's a million connections. That's why i like, this was an interestingly pivotal moment because of the way it reflects everything around us, before us, and the come. Brandon Miller, though, where did that, where did that come from? and it wasn't intentional it just popped as i was thinking of the title brandon miller i was like brandon miller, brandon miller, What the brendan miller damn roll tide roll that was what the episode was going to be called and whatever and it had me just think back to see the city of, of tuscaloosa protected brandon miller in this way that at the time black and white people alike and everybody in between seemed to have a fair there seemed to be a, a consensus as far as the situation was, one, extreme and crazy and ridiculous in its own right, but specifically because of the way Nate Oates and the Alabama basketball team handled it, right? But one thing that I, I, I enjoy, the you know, the content that I do intake, because I get so many different perspectives, there's an understanding that specifically people like Nick Saban, Kirby Smart, these is high level million dollar football head coaches, right? Division one head coaches, they're just as powerful as mayors and governors. Damn near in their towns and cities, right? Like they're they're like, the you know, business Titans. They're they're they hold a similar power, right? As far as their boosters, their donors, they wield a lot of power. On top of that, they wield a lot of power in the way that they're able to sweep a lot of things under the rug that don't make their program look too good, that make people say, maybe this is not the place for me. Make people's parents say, maybe this isn't the place I want my child, even if the child doesn't know anything. And it makes me start to question two sides. One, and then this second side just came up. But the first side, is what, what the, the title and all of it, the whole concept, the Brandon Miller side. If Brandon Miller is not a high-level athlete, if Brandon Miller is not a lottery pick, a first-round NBA draft pick, does Tutsal Alabama give a single fuck about making sure that he does not, you know, go down for this situation? Then, shit happens in Bama on a regular basis. Like, let's be honest. It's probably more often than not that there are no other black people around because... Here's the thing about try that in a small town. The reason that they're able to say that with such balls is because there are no other black people to swim across the lake, so swim across the river and to jump in to bring chairs. And that's that's not happening in a small town. Nine times out of ten. Ten out of ten. For real. We just saw the one out of ten that made you be able to say nine out of ten. Ninety nine out of ten in the whole state of Alabama. I'm pretty sure that that happens and there are no chairs flying. There are no black people. There are no hats getting thrown up. There is no. That doesn't happen in these other towns. See, here's the thing. I need every black person from now on in any situation, regardless of who you think may or may not be around. throw 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 the hat up, throw the hat. uh, if I see the hat go up, I'm turning to everybody around me. Did you see that? Where'd it come from? That's right. And I mean that. I really do. I really do. I mean, I really do. I mean, I really do. You throw the hat up and I hear it. I hear it. that? I'm running. What they say. They, they say you see a group of black people running. What do you do run in the same direction as them i see that black hat i go up i see the hat go up i know what's going down okay A point being the sundown towns try that in a small town how many small towns did brandon miller is brandon miller not brandon miller in how many small towns is brandon miller that man In how many small towns is that man Not him, not that man. Does he not come out that situation the way he did, as cleanly as he did? Because again, Aquaman and the Bro Avengers are not there. Earth's Mightiest Negroes are not there. That's a different story. We're talking about a different outcome. We're probably, we're probably mourning another black man's death at the hands of fucking crazy, rabies filled reptilians, I ask God to speak to me and to to do it in in a way that however long he needed me to talk today, in this message I would go for, and at 35 minutes, I'm not sure I have too much more to say. Because what can be said that we don't already know, and on top of that, what can be said that people are willing to listen to. I'm not sure that that's the, and I'm, I'm like, okay, I understand it now, but I get it. I get why when they talk about all the, you know, our, our clergymen, the Jesse Jackson's, how they seem to, they seem to be opportunistic and the pop-up and it's like, damn, that's a small, you know, that's where you at? Yeah, that's where the eyes are. And we know that attention is, is a grand capital in this world and in this society. And unfortunately, In order to get you motherfuckers to hear anything that's not i kill niggas i kill niggas i kill niggas and sell drugs and and, uh scam and and to get you women to listen to anything that's not about shaking ass or or doing niggas dirty and to get dudes to listen to anything that's not about dumping clips and smoking op packs. i'm not sure anymore i I know I'm, i'm not sure how to get people to listen to the message of god I know they're surely not gonna to listen to it if I talk for an hour. Apparently. You can't go an hour. You can't. You can't even talk for three minutes about God. If I talk about God, my record won't get played. Let this take away from my sins, and I hope it take away from my sin. And bring the day that I'm in next time I'm in the club. everybody's screaming out, "Jesus walks. God showed me the way." Because the devil's trying to break me down. I'm sure I got more that I want to say, but today. Ain't that done. And maybe here's why. Maybe here's why. It truly ain't much to say. Whole lot to do. We got action. We got action that we need to start. We need to. We'll be back. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. To
0: get a lot of dope. Anything is possible. Turn me up an airphone. Yeah. Trying to get a lot of dough and dirt through all the obstacles, cause anything is possible. Yeah. Oh man, I got a lot of goals. Stack that bread and vomit nose, anything is possible. Yeah. yeah. Trying to get a lot of dough and dirt through all the obstacles, cause anything is possible. Hey. Oh man, I got a lot of goals. Stack that bread and vomit nose, anything is possible. I grind to get a lot of dough and Third do all the obstacles. Cause anything is possible. Yeah. Oh man, I got a lot of goals. stack that bread and dominoes. Anything is possible. Yeah. All I know is get paper. All I do is shit major. Bought a condo on the top floor in the buildings, a skyscraper. Feeling like I'm Kobe. LeBron for the Lakers. Feeling like I'm Idris.